Hey, welcome to episode 74 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we're not fond of about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. Changing it up again, because well, I said hey. Yeah, he said hey. 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 No. Oh, you gotta... Hello and welcome. Gotta do the things. Hello and welcome. You're here. Hi. Hey, hi, hello. Okay, so. Just hello. Um, Operation Void Edge is live on the test server. We've played a lot of it. Yes. And uh, it's good. Is that all I have to say? Yeah. It's good. It's good. And it's good. It's good. We like it so far. Um, Thank you so much for listening. That was episode 74 of the Internet Podcast. Yeah. Now listen to uh, something else because this one's done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But for real. Um, So we're going to go through all the patch notes. We now have the full patch notes, which includes a lot of things that they didn't mention previously and that we didn't know at the time of recording the last podcast, including, including hashtag three men drone three men drones a thing inside the game if you weren't if you don't know what three men drone is that is the ability to be on your drone at the time the clock says three minutes which actually is 259 because yeah it, it, doesn't, starts never, at it doesn't ever say doesn't ever say but basically what that is is you can see zero you can see, see zero before. yeah you can okay. see 259 in your drone yeah um yeah you don't get kicked out of your drone anymore at the start of the action phase if you so choose so there's a new option that lets you to choose uh, either if I'm controlling my own drone or if I'm spectating a teammate's drone, keep me in uh, in drone at the end of prep phase. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about it more as we go. But we accomplished it. This is the the one thing since literally the first episode probably of this podcast that we've been talking about that should change in Rainbow Six Siege. We did it. We did that. It was all us. Actually, so this will be the last. What episode. really happened to be completely honest with you is we flew to Montreal and snuck in and. Made the change, the code, and then someone well, just—they were all at the event, right? And they didn't realize, so. But then it was in the game. They're like, "Oh wait, what the heck?" And so someone just added it to the patch notes. Yeah, because they know this is part of the game. Yeah, they don't know who did it. Was, that. Uh, it was actually easy getting into Ubisoft headquarters. I didn't expect that uh, their security would be so lax, but you know. Well, yeah, I well, everyone was at the event, so right there and, was no one I mean, there. It was a Sunday. So. There were no flash traps or goomans to look out for either, which was weird. You, you would have expected that. Right. We did have to step over that Capcom trap. I, I mean, I stepped over it. You walked right through it. I wouldn't be here if I walked through a Capcom trap, idiot. You ruined the whole freaking improv. Well, no, you only you only lose 40 health. Now they know we weren't telling the truth. You only lose 40 health. I was Doc, so it was not a big deal. Come on. Anyway. Now they know we're making it up. Just shut up. Okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and we're just going to go down the patch notes and talk about everything as we go. And then we have listener questions and all the kind of stuff and a castle buff concept that was posted to the reddit that was pretty good so uh lots of stuff coming up but before we get into that guys we are sponsored by a great energy drink company mamba energy they make an energy drink focused for gamers literally mambaenergy.com slash r6pod you can go and get your free trial of mamba energy it's a uh, clean energy doesn't have it's not like a pre-workout it's like clumpy and gross and has like all this extra ingredient stuff that you don't need that's what most energy drinks are like g fuel it's just a pre-workout mm-hmm. uh so it comes with a lot of stuff you don't need if you're just sitting in your chair playing games uh this is targeted toward gamers so if you're whether you're just gaming or whether you're in your office or whatever like it's it's for those activities uh focus and energy no sugar it's just caffeine and supplements that fuel your mind it it relieves stress it goes straight to your eyeballs to help your your (laughs) hand-eye coordination goes straight to your wrists and your hands and your arms to make the mouse move more smoothly 
It is basically it's 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 for siege. Actually, they just don't put it on the bottle, but it's for siege. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. No, but by me, they have. And that's all that's important. <laughs> MambaEnergy.com slash R6Pod. And you can get your free sample. If you like it, keep your sub active and you will help support this podcast, which we know you do like. So that you'll get two you're things still you listening. Like. Yeah. So that, that's a good way to go. MambaEnergy.com slash R6Pod. Okay, let's get into this. Operation Void Edge is here. Um. Oh, wait. Did you want to talk about that? Uh, or we already did talk about the the... And a CGI thing at the yeah, end of we talked about it, mm-hmm. which I hadn't seen it. I think at the time, no, you had not. So now I've watched it. Okay, what is it called? Do you remember? I don't remember. So it's basically like the um, base. They basically made this like story of how the teams compete uh, in this arena that was the event, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they they're basically like doing like a practice slash game type of thing, and it's a performance where keep people come and watch, and they're they're like literally playing siege like as like a tactical simulation type of thing and yep. uh they like actually characterize all the people so there was like pulse and mozzie and cav and dokabi and thatcher like all these characters you know five five attackers five defenders were in it and uh it's really good if you haven't watched it go find this thing i wish i knew what it was called so i could tell you um so let's see if we can find it real quick but yeah go watch it it's like it's really fun even if you aren't into like the like lore and stuff of siege like it's just a fun fun thing to watch the program yes the program um is, do you have anything else you want to say about it besides that other than it's cool oh, hold on that's not it oh yeah the program is the one with dokubi no the program was it's that but it's the, the announcement one. thing yeah the tournament of champions there you go yeah tournament of champions yeah it was fun um do it was any, cool. i wish i wish there was a clutch i think it would have been more exciting but yeah um well don't spoil it but i mean if you haven't seen it at this point you, you should just have watched it well i guess okay but anyway so there's that okay let's get into void edge yana is the very first thing on these notes so as you know yana is the new attacker she makes holograms that can run around and uh investigate things and stuff mm-hmm. um she has ARX 200, G36C, MK1 9mm secondary, uh, which is interesting. She only gets one secondary option, and it's just a semi-auto pistol. So I think That's that okay. indicates that they think she's very good because most of the okay, yeah, I see operators we've seen recently introduced over, I mean, since, who was the first one to get a secondary that was crazy? I don't know. Was it like uh, Echo and... Yeah, it would have it been. I think Echo, Echo and Habana and Habana would have been yep. the first. Um, and then she has frags and smokes. But anyway, basically they've been doing a lot of people with secondaries that are like semi, like, like SMGs, PDW type of things or shotguns. Mm, yep. And she just gets one single semi-automatic pistol. So I think that indicates that they know that Yana is really good and they're not giving her like further advantages in like little ways. Right. But they gave her frag grenades. They did give her frag grenades. And smokes. Yes. Chances frag grenades get taken off of Yana with all the shifts we've seen where more people have frags now. I think high. I think that could happen to it, but I think, I think we won't see it at least until we have, uh, stats, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, what do you think of Yana? I think she is very good. This is one of the first operators that I've seen after the test server that I actually think will have an impact on the game. Yeah. After the test server. Mm-hmm. Um, so are, yeah, well, my and Callie, no, like, 
they're still cool and i've seen them while i played but Kali, i have not seen played it literally ever yeah um gridlock was probably one of the last ones that mozzie's played fre- not very frequently but more frequently so than the last couple ones mm-hmm. and, and mozzie i think more than his ability he's just a good rummer and that's why he's chosen yeah um but yeah yeah yana's ability like if you think about it it's essentially just infinite drones and everybody knows like especially at higher level siege drones are super important mm-hmm. so if you have this girl who can do these infinite drones that like uh also can serve as distractions right um and like block sight lines and stuff you know as as you're doing a rush or whatever you can have this yawn in front of you that's kind of keeping it keeping them from seeing what's really going on behind her yep right um i mean it makes a really really big difference and the recharge time on that thing is like really fast yeah like so it's not like you use it and you have to wait 45 seconds into the round to use it again it's just like it's almost immediate it's like five or ten seconds it's not long so it changes depending on if you flipped it off yourself or if it gets shot at. if it gets shot at, i think it is more like 25 to 30 seconds if if you flip it off yourself it's like 10 seconds okay well uh either way it's fast fast yeah but yeah it's really really good you and uh justin friendly who we play with all the time you guys had pretty good runs with it yeah uh, just uh ash and ayana right behind or uh ash behind the yana and the Yana going in and finding the people, getting the first shot to the Yana, and then basically refragging as Ash. Right. I mean, you're refragging a hologram, but right. it counts. Yeah. Um, you do have to be careful with people are getting smart. Um, and I thought this would happen from the beginning. They would just assume that it's a hologram and not look at it and just wait for someone else to walk in. Mm-hmm. And that gets the other person killed because the hologram just kind of rushing. You can tell, really, people how people are acting. You can tell that's a hologram. Right. They're just they running right through that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're not shooting, but they don't even look at you. They just like run past you or don't even like try to shoot you. Yeah, they don't do like the peak thing <clears throat> no. where they go look first. They just like they just run in, right? Yep. So if you're if you're maintaining your cool you can pretty easily distinguish between the two. You can also hear the noise from quite a far distance away. So I was playing mm-hmm. on theme park and the Yana was in barrel room and I was in like the drugs room and I heard her do her hologram. I knew she was in there because there were two people in there. Someone had died. And so I knew Yana was still in there because we had a Valkyrie cam. Um, and I heard her hit her hologram. They'd shot the Valkyrie cam. And then I watched her hologram, like walk out the door, like towards the little blue hallway towards throne room. And so I just walked right in because I knew she's on her hologram. and I know she's yeah. sitting in the room. So I just walked in and shot her in the head. Yeah, I know you're on your hologram. Okay. I'll just let your hologram walk by, and I'll go and get you. Yeah. So when you are hollowing, you have to make sure that you're actually checking corners and stuff. You can't just like run through. Like you're, you're droning, right? Like if you're droning right. for your teammates, you're not just like driving through the room and getting to where you want to go. You're checking the corners and like the side rooms and all that stuff. And part of the expectation is just that you're expecting someone to shoot at you. Yeah. And so you feel like you can just go right by it without anything happening, but no. But yeah, don't don't do that. Um. But yeah, I think she's really, really good. Um, one interesting thing that we hadn't considered was she can't pull down barricades, right? Mm-hmm. So like barricades suddenly have this new ability that they've never had before to stop like uh, some sort of gadget coming through and having an effect, right? And so um, I think you'll start to see um, clever placement of barricades. And, and like even if it's just like, putting the barricade up and punching two holes in it so you can still see where you want to see or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at least that way, Yana can't get in um, and and go basically free drone, right? Right. So, uh, yeah, like that's a new strategy around barricades. Also, um, Rogue Nine confirmed that her skins will transfer to her hologram. Um, I can't remember where he said he learned that. 
uh, he might've talked to a dev or something at the event mm-hmm. or whatever, but he said that in one of his videos that that's confirmed, which is also interesting for Alibi. Cause I think if they've basically, if they have that, that tech or whatever now, right. why would they not apply it to Alibi? Right. Um, I, I, just, I will say Alibi has, can have three holograms out at once. So it's three times the, the weight, right. Of, of Yana's single hologram. Right. But I can't imagine that makes that much of a difference on the server load or the game load or whatever, right? I also just don't feel like it matters. Like if if Yana never had a skin on, if she never if her if her skin didn't change with the other person's skin, I don't feel like it would change the effectiveness of the device. The same with mm-hmm. the Alibi's prismas. I I don't feel like the effectiveness has changed because it's the original skin of Alibi. It still yeah, serves I its mean, purpose as blocking line of sight and blocking and making them shoot yeah. through it which pings them for the most part uh, but like it is is just like a dead giveaway from the start when you see a default alibi with no attachments right like it's just like that it's not yeah but that's not what it's used for if you're right, if you're playing right better it's not used as like oh i'm expecting you to shoot at this because you think it's someone it's sure there to block lines I, of sight. I agree with you but it would be nice if it at least had that much right like yeah that there's just one more knock against it right um that would be nice if it if it didn't have that so uh yeah hopefully that's correct that the skins do transfer with yana and uh that'll be good also with yana i think it's even less um of a factor than it might be with alibi just because the chances that you've already seen the actual yana are lower i think than the chances that you've already seen the alibi on a drone or something and you know that the alibi has the the showdown skin or something right and so then you're not you're not worried about anything that doesn't have that exactly um so yeah, uh, that's Yana. Frags and smokes have like. Have, have you seen anybody do anything like super clever with her? No, with her kit or with like using the hologram. I mean, like, what do you mean? Just, just in general, like any other like insights. No, I mean definitely don't. Just if you see someone in a spot, you can then they're not shooting at you on purpose. You can block their line of sight or make sure your team because your teammate can see your holo- the hologram through the walls, right? So. Mm-hmm. Justin Friendly and I, for example, were at, we were playing um, the reworked organ. We were we spawned the junkyard or construction spawn, and we were going the tower stairs. And there was a if you go on that first door there, like hard on the left, was that camera right there? That was me and you. Was it me and you? Uh huh. Oh, there's a cam. No, it was me. And yeah, it was me and you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, I'll finish telling the story, and then I think you're gonna say it in front of me. Okay. So to the left is the camera right there, mm-hmm. and Mozzie was laying down on the floor prone hidden in the corner and so i turned the corner and there was mozzie there but he didn't shoot at me so i went back and just stood there for it was you that was me okay (laughs) i swore it was unfriendly anyway so ryan came in the door right after me and was able to shoot at the mozzie because i was standing there so he knew where mozzie was instead of me just like running by like oh there's mozzie in the corner i was like well i'm just gonna stand in front of mozzie right and piss him off and it seemed to you okay this was you because i remember you saying you felt like the bullet yeah, so it was weird just because maybe it was just because I couldn't see him very well because he was behind behind you. When you uh-huh. when you kill the hologram, does it is it instant or does it kind of like flash out or like I can't remember exactly. It, it might flash a little is. bit, but it's a the one bullet is the death. Yeah, I, mean, and I, know, it I know it's one bullet, but is it like one bullet and then it's gone, or is it like one bullet? It's and then more it like, like a it's a quick effect. it's a quick effect. Okay. Um. So yeah, because like you you went in, you saw the guy there. You said, okay, he's right here, hard left in the corner crouched right and like Mm -hmm. it was stupid of him to not shoot you because obviously you saw him and like you got into his line of sight and were blocking him so like at that point like obviously you've communicated to your team more more than likely right so you might as well just shoot the yana and be prepared for the person coming in right but he didn't and so i was able to just you know strafe and pre-fire right at him 
what was weird was that I went through like my entire clip and at the end he was just down on the ground. So I don't know, maybe, maybe like he got down. And I just wasn't hitting him at that point. Uh, what I'm thinking is like, is it possible that you just missed? <laughs> no, um, <laughs> that's not but, possible. I mean, I couldn't see very well cause you were there. Right. So, and like yeah. it, it was a guess and a pre fire and all that stuff, but like it just, it seemed weird. It was like, I feel like he should be dead. Why is he just down when I went through, you know, 28 bullets or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's probably, it probably what happened is he was crouched. I'd knocked him down and then I just didn't adjust low enough to finish him off. But anyway, uh, let's move on to Oryx. I have tried endlessly to find the, the cooldown time of this hologram and it's not anywhere. Hmm. Nobody like it, every site just lists the same thing that Ubisoft said that there's always a cooldown between uses, but it, which is longer if it's destroyed. Every single website just says that, but it doesn't ever say what the time is. Yeah, I wish there kind was annoying. a better resource I wish for they would just, for like really technical. I wish they would say, I, like, we want you to put these statistics in instead of saying, the yeah. cooldown's now longer. I want you to say the cooldown is X amount of time. Yeah, especially with the patch notes, right? Yes. On the patch notes, like, give us all the information. Right. Uh, okay, but let's move on to Oryx. So Oryx can do, like, a charge dash type of thing. What do they call it? Re- Rima dash? Rima, yeah. Um, that will knock over... Anybody, including shield carriers, including Monty, when he has his shield extended. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also can climb up through hatches. Um, he can just kind of grab onto the edge and peek above, or he can climb all the way through. Um, he has a Spaz 12, MP5, and then his secondaries are the Bailiff 410. That's the shotgun pistol that Alibi and Meister have, and the USP 40. And then his secondaries are barbed wire and bulletproof camera he's a two two as was yana by the way um so the spaz 12 that's that's valkyrie's shotgun mm-hmm. which i remember it being trash um a long long time ago when no when valkyrie first had it it was good and then they, they nerfed all the shotguns and then shotguns have gone through like a weird stage in siege mm-hmm. i mean everything has gone through a weird stage um but I think this is one of the shotguns that we didn't actually test when we were testing the pump action shotguns and like their distance and how powerful they felt. Yeah. We never got to the Spaz 12. So I was using it as Oryx. I was playing on Villa. Now it's going up the the red stairs, which is on like the east is side. It pump action or semi-auto? No, semi-auto. Okay. So I was going up the red stairs, like the east side of the map. And there was an ash in that, that hallway. That, so that's that 90 degree hallway. And she was pushing towards the trophy room. And I was at the top of the red stairs. And I was able to down her with the shotgun. From all the way back, it took like two shot, two or three shots, but with the laser on. But I downed her from that distance, and that I, I personally thought there's no way I'm gonna down this this girl, and she's gonna kill me. But three shots, I had downed her already, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's a lot more powerful than I thought it was gonna be. And that that's a that's a fair distance. She's all the way. She's like middle of the hallway, and I was back at the stairs. Yeah, I didn't really expect that to work, but it did. So the Spaz 12 is actually uh, not a bad option, especially because the MP5 doesn't have an ACOG on it. Mm-hmm. For his MP5, it just has the I mean, the other sites, holographic red dot and reflex. Yeah. Um. And uh, as orcs, if you're roaming as much as you are, you're going to be behind people and theoretically behind a lot of people at once. And so sometimes it is helpful just to have a shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of times, shotguns are like I feel like they're underrated in siege because it's so powerful to have something that can one shot headshot halfway yeah. across the map, right? Yeah. But my problem, like with shotguns and like there's other things like this um, just in games in general. It's just like anything that's like that specialized to one specific thing. I always mm-hmm. feel really annoyed when it's like I, the one time 
that I get into like a bad situation where I had no chance because I happen to have a shotgun or whatever yeah. or whatever other gun or item or whatever it is. It's just like so frustrating that like I'll take the one that's just decent at like any situation instead of like force myself into bad situations because I have the wrong equipment. You know what right. I mean? So like it, it just has to happen once before I'm like, I'm not going to use shotguns. Shotguns are garbage. Like it just, it ruins every, like I get in the situation where I can't win because I have a shotgun. And that's probably because I made a bad decision somewhere earlier on. Right. But like, still, it's just nice to have the MP5 and know like, okay, sure. If we're like right in front of each other and he has a shotgun, he'll probably win, but I have a chance. And like, if we're a distance, then I'm never going to be like, oh shoot, I can't win this. Yeah. I think, um, I was just thinking of certain maps that orcs might be good on and bank basement. He might be a powerful, <laughs> I was going to say organ basement, but I don't know organ basement well enough anymore because it's changed. I mean, it's, I still know it pretty dang well, but not as comfortable as I used to be, but I think bank basement bank basement. Yeah. I think he could be powerful because I was thinking about, um, you could, like you said, you get in the one instance where like at that point I needed the MP5. Uh-huh. I think especially with orcs, you can make so many, different pathways and so many you can get yeah. out of situations and the fact we're like through hatches and stuff yeah, yeah you can say like that guy's too far from me i'm not even gonna challenge him i'm just gonna leave and I'll, I'll go down this hatch and i'll go up this hatch over here and i'll surprise him right and so, that in particular there's so many hatches right is what you're saying so. yes exactly especially banks so you for example i'm thinking anywhere. let's say you're trying to flank the the blue stairs so you can pop up the um vaults hatch that hatch over there you can pop up that hatch they didn't they didn't rework bank yet so they don't have a rework in right so we're, we're imagining old bank <laughs> <laughs> we're imagining old bank okay so he pops up the vault hatch he can go up either like the, the spiral the banana staircase um or it can go up just the like regular main stairs that flop or whatever you can go up those and let's say he like starts to approach the skylight area and there's someone on the second floor skylight instead of doing that he can just go into like the ceo office make a hole into the janitor's closet and pop that hatch and go down that hatch and then you're in open area so you're safe from that guy now you're not fighting him then you can go down like through you can either pop another hole into like the ce like the archives into there and then you can hit skylight from there because now you're way closer than being the further distance away like you just have so many with his ability of smashing through walls and stuff like that you can yeah. get anywhere in bank really mm-hmm. pretty quickly yeah and especially i wish kind of wish he had impacts but i mean i know he i get why he doesn't but it would just be super helpful if you can just literally you can move around the whole map with just that little area. Yeah, um, he's definitely a lot more mobile than really any realm mm-hmm. we've ever seen. Um, do you think there's any chance that uh, Amaru gets an adjustment to like be more effective coming up through hatches now that we have Oryx that basically does the same thing and like doesn't make nearly as much noise and is able like do his guns come up pretty quick i think no they don't they definitely do not they i think they come up at the same time as amaro does and i think that should change for both of them because i feel like speed is there that's their thing is that they're they come up through something go through something and they're Mm -hmm. there with their gun and they're ready and it's surprising right whereas like at this point in time it's like it's surprising but they do that and i hear them and i have all the time in the world to shoot at them before they can even shoot at me and i feel like like, if, if you don't hear the hatch breaking or like or if you broke it ahead of time or whatever like that's your own fault and you got to deal with that right yeah. like I, I don't know i think it's it's kind of frustrating like there's no reason right now to watch a flank from a hatch and i feel like that's what they were trying to do is like well no i had to be scared of this hatch I was like no i still don't have to because i can still hear him come up right and he's not fast enough right so like the sound may be surprising but i'm still going to be able to shoot him before he can get his gun out yeah and i think that should change i think he should have him out pretty quick yeah i mean why doesn't he just hold it in his hand the whole time just jump through it you don't or have even to grab if it's it. just like just be a Jedi. It'd be kind of cool if like you had you came up with your secondary 
right? So like you you pop mm-hmm. up with your secondary ready, and then like you'd have to switch back to your primary or something like yeah. that. Like that'd be kind of cool. Um, but anyway, yeah, that that's always kind of frustrating. I haven't played a lot of Oryx really, but um, the times I played Amaro, I'm always frustrated. It's like the what makes her cool like sucks. She's like she's not good at it, yeah. so it's annoying. Yeah. Um, I, what else about Oryx? Um, I think. I don't think he's going to be played super, super often. I think there's going to be a couple of sites similar to a warden in a way where he can be super powerful on some yeah. sites. I think I'm excited to try him on bank. I don't think I've played him on bank, um, but I'd be excited to try him there. Yeah. It's always like one thing that is always a little bit hard. I feel like to judge in the test server is like how much they'll actually be played and how good they'll actually be because like yeah. they're in every single round. Right. Right. And so it's like, okay, like you're making specific preparations for Oryx and Yana because you know they're going to be there. But like you wouldn't be doing that when people are choosing out of all the 27 operators they have to choose from. Right. Right. Or whatever it is. Um, Same thing with like, you know, playing the new map uh, in the discovery playlist. It's like, okay, yeah, we're learning Oregon, but we're learning Oregon where Yana and Oryx are always there. Yes. Right. So like I know that this this new. is it shower that little like office room that used to be showers basically, but now it's used in Oregon. Oh yes. That's, um, it's sort of new ish. It's like an office CCTV room kind of now. Yeah. I, I think it kind of used to be a bathroom. It used to be a bathroom. It, yeah. There it was used to be a bathroom. There was bathroom. Uh huh. Um, yeah, not shower. Sorry. It used to be the, the toilets, uh, and it was, it's adjacent to the, or shares a wall with the kitchen. Anyway, that room now has a hatch in it. Um, and like, I've been using that room to like cover kitchen as like a little rotation, but like, I always yeah. have to worry about, um, like we've been opening the, the hatch for Oryx mm-hmm. to be able to come through. And like a lot of people are picking Amaru, I feel like because there's Oryx and like, there's a lot more hatches available and stuff. So I've had to be careful of Amaru's coming up through there. Yeah, you know, what's funny about that hatch too, is like, I, I do it purposefully, I purposefully open it so that I can go be, be in the basement, come up through it. But there's also those stairs that are right there also. Like, they're right next to the Yeah, they the are, but I feel like stairs. it's a little bit safer, safer uh, I rotation. feel like it's almost the same. I don't, I don't think so, because when he comes up that hatch, he's defenseless. And if they're in that, in that room or in that hallway, I feel super defenseless. But yeah. as I'm coming up the stairs, I feel like I'm more... There's, like, more walls Again, they're not you. looking in that room, because a lot of times they're looking in that room to try to go through it to get into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I feel safer on the stairs. So it's kind of like a... I love the hatch, and I like to use it still, but at the same time, like... Well, the stairs are also just right there. I mean, I think it's good to have the options. But, yes, I agree. Um, also, like like I said, I'm usually playing in that room. So it's like, yeah. if, we, if we don't have that room, we're already in trouble, right? right? That means that they've already taken a major area. Yeah, I think that it's funny. That room is powerful now. And before it was like nothing. Yeah, it was and, absolutely nothing before. And now that room is actually like, did it, did it even have a, it didn't even have a soft wall before. No, did it, it, it was, did it, it? Had a, it had two single panel soft walls yeah, on the either kitchen. end. Where now it has a single panel, I think a double panel soft wall on the other end. Mm-hmm. Um, and also because kitchen is now a site and two objectives. Yeah. Right. Um, so anyway, we're talking about Oregon. Let's move on to Oregon. That's the next thing. Um, what do you want to do here? Do you want to kind of like go through each floor? Just talk about our general perceptions. I think just general perceptions. I will say the one thing that I, I like it a lot. I love the rework a lot. Um, the one thing that I, I don't like, and I think you know where I'm going, is the freaking attic. They took the ladder out of the attic. Yeah. And I feel like it's now more, it it makes like that side of the map. Like it's part of it because there's two doors that go into it and it has like a soft wall that goes into that second floor objective, like the bunks and stuff. And so it's definitely part of the map. 
and there's a, a window that goes in there now from the roof but because there's no ladder there there's like no way to get to it like you have you have to either hit that other wall from tower with an impact grenade mm-hmm. or you want to reinforce that because you don't want them to come that way but there's no like if i go in that room there's no hatch now to drop yeah there's still a hatch there's still a hatch mm-hmm. so there's still a hatch so you can you can drop with the hatch but then you can't get in there unless there's no way in there. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like there's no other way in there. Other yeah, than it's kind of a that dead one end, side, right? right? Like obviously you can get in there from the main uh, objective areas. There's, mm-hmm. there's two doorways into there now yeah. uh, or a door in a soft wall. Two doors. Are you sure? There's a door into like the yeah, corner sure. dorms or the kids dorms or whatever. Yeah. I don't and, think so. I think no, it's a soft wall and we always open a rotation. No, but there's two doors that are on the same angle. Oh, they're like this and this. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was talking about like from the kids' dorms. Oh, from kids' dorms is one door, yeah. So there, so there's doors on one side, and then you can do a soft wall rotation, which people always do. Yeah, on the other side. Um, so obviously you can get in there from there, but then once you're in, it's kind of a dead end. There's like nowhere yeah, to go. There's nowhere to go on the other unless side. you open the tower, which seems silly because which now seems, you have to worry about. You don't that. want them to come in through there. Right. So I guess the ladder is the same, but I feel like the ladder is they're not like attackers aren't going to come up the ladder because that's too dangerous for them to do so without mm-hmm. like a gun, and it's so easy to kill them doing that. But defenders, I feel like, will because that's into sight, right? So they can get into a sight. I think that's the thing is there was another way to get into sight. Mm-hmm. And now it's it's gone. Yeah. Uh, as attackers, you mean? Or as, or defenders, as defenders? Like when you're like trying to retake or whatever. To, yeah. Yeah. There's uh, still only I mean, two well, stairways. There's, yeah. Well, there's another stairway now. Oh, well, I guess. No. There's just not. the two there. Yeah. Because the. So there's the main stairs, there's the white stairs, and then, I, like, I think you could more conceivably cross from small tower back to objective, because it's a much smaller distance to cover now. Not really, because the window's on the other side now. There's not that front window. You'd have to walk yeah, around. But, but, like, it comes so much closer. I don't know. Anyway. Um... I think you could make that attic pretty interesting though. Cause I think it feels like more attackers are using that as a pathway mm-hmm. now coming from tower and stuff. Yeah. I feel like you could, uh, kind of like lure them in, let them do that, put a reinforcement at the front side. So like they get in and then they have to like hard breach through. Yeah. Um, and then, well, obviously there's doors, but you know, just so they don't have like a, a lot of options there. Yeah. Have the hatch open. And then, like, have, like, a smoke, throw a smoke up there, and there's not a lot of room for them to run. And at the same time, like, somebody's coming and flanking from the tower stairs and just sort of, like, put them in this little kill box where they have nowhere to go. Yeah. I think you could, like, very easily lure attackers into bad situations using that that did, attic, which is cool. Did they change how the sites, how the site is on that second floor? Can you, you can still plant in that dorms room, can't you? That bunks room? That's not um, technically part of the Yeah, bomb. I don't know. I wanted to go in today and see, like, where all the plant spots are exactly, but I didn't. So I feel chance. like if they didn't if they didn't revisit that, I feel like that was one of the things that was hard with Oregon was like the bomb's not in there. Mm-hmm. It's not even close to that room. It's all the way in the other room, but but you can plant somehow some you can plant there. Yeah, we should no. Let's check that out before next episode. We'll talk about it some more. Um, also, though, they're in the attic now. There is a an actual window you can go out. They took out that slit mm-hmm. window. Yeah. So there's now like a window um, that you can hop out onto the roof and. From there, I don't know what windows now exist going into like the main objective. Yeah, just so you know, Ryan's interacting with the wall I'm here, just, so you can. So if you were here, you could see exactly. I'm what he's explaining talking about. to you, yeah, with my hands. Yeah. Okay. But it hit the it hit the walls, the wall of Oregon right now. Yeah. So he made a little slit window, this and is, then he made a real window. Yeah, there's and a they're both here. really small. I drew it. <laughs> <They're>, come on. <laughs> um, is so there's still the two windows that like you could repel on into like the kids' dorms area, right? 
Is that still a repel spot or yes. is there like no, a... No, you can still okay. repel. But, but there's it, not like it, a balcony no, or anything. No, there's a balcony for like so part of it where like you can... cross there. And you may... No, you can't cross there as a defender, no. But you may be able to as an attacker... I think you could have done this before if you stepped up to the edge. But now you can definitely like easily, without like jumping down, like repelling on the wall, you can like kind of inch over from the like one angle of the wall, like turn the corner enough so that you can repel on the right side of the mm-hmm. wall. Am I making sense? Mm-hmm. Um, because before you'd have to like, I think you could do it, but it was really hard. Before you'd have to drop down so that you could get to yeah. the right angle of the wall right. to repel on the right, right side. Right. It was a waste of time. Yeah. I also don't notice people as much in tower. Um, no. Uh, I don't know all. if that'll change. It it seems like the, lately, as we've been playing Oregon, just in general, people haven't been using the tower as much as they used to to like spawn peak yeah. and stuff. I'm surprised it didn't change the tower at all. I'm, I'm surprised yeah, it didn't. It's really, exactly the same. Yeah, they um, didn't make that more part of the map or less of the map or anything. Well, I mean, they to took, be honest, they I took was the objective out, right? Which they did. Is yes, good, right? They just made it less of the map, if anything. Uh huh. Um, I'm surprised they didn't make that what i expected them to do kind of is make the that soft wall that goes in the tower that's the attic i kind of expected there to be a door there mm. um but they didn't do that I'm no i kind of i like how how it is that way um i haven't actually gone like all the way up to the top of the tower and seen if anything's different up it's there it's the same same windows and everything yep interesting um what did really change though i think is the bottom staircase going into basement right oh yeah so that is no longer like a death sentence trying nope. to walk down that that staircase with the mirror window looking directly at you, i don't right? think like, i've actually gone down those stairs but i've noticed that it's people safer. using it yeah mm-hmm. people are using it for sure and like it's obviously coming down stairs is never like a, a good proposition it's always tough yeah but uh it's not as bad as it was before and it goes into a much you where you have a lot more options right you get yep. a, a big open room with cover and like doors and like yeah. you can get around you're not just like stuck in this little hallway with no cover yeah um so that's really good. I I like what they've done in that area of the basement altogether. So like that back entrance through, I guess, first of all, before I get to that, spawn peaking is so much better mm-hmm. on Oregon. Like all the spawns feel way safer. It's much harder to do like silly runouts. So that's good. So then coming from that construction spawn into that like kind of back blue, hidden entrance, yeah. right? That little blue Bunker. hallway that now like has so many more options. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, it's easier to approach. There's cover like in the area coming up to it. Um, it's a it's a double wide door, so it, it kind of just gives you more angles and stuff to make sure you're clear. And then it goes on the left side. It goes down in a hallway into a dead end with a soft wall that you could breach. Mm-hmm. Um, straight ahead of you, there's that soft wall. There's now is it just one door? It's two soft walls and one door, yeah. right? So the kind of the door is still kind of basically the same. The soft wall in front of you is basically the same. But they've added this hall to the left that now you can. It breaches right into the objective. Wall, right, right into the objective. Um, we had a really hard time going into there one time. Well, partly because our teammate was an idiot. It's our teammate. That was the problem. We had an easy solve there. I took over your story, but sorry. No, go ahead. There was a dock over there in that in that left corner that was new, and he was just sitting there. And so we're we're waiting for him. We can't do anything because we can't cross because right in front of us there's a like a murder hole, and there's like a Jaeger or someone shooting at us. Right. And there's that dock, so it's a crossfire, and we can't push it. And so we're calling for Yana to come over and throw a frag at this dock that's in the corner. He he's in the corner. He's dead by a frag. Right. But Yana's not coming. She's not doing anything. Right. And so she's just she gets herself killed and I was well, like and so we were there. I was Thermite, you were Kali. Mm-hmm. So like Kali's not really great for that kind of situation no. where you're pushing a small angle. So you like you were trying to hold the dock in place, which was great. And then like I was trying to kind of push in. I was gonna go try to get an angle on the dock. And we had a Thatcher there with us and, and he, he was like he didn't yeah. know what to do. He was just like he was looking at us, like, what are we doing? And then he was like 
looking at the wall and then he'd look at the dock and it's just like, okay, pick an angle. And so the second I finally go and like, just try to strafe the dock, I get shot from the side, which is like, Thatcher, you were looking at that. Yeah. Like that was your job. Uh, so th- that was just like a breakdown of team communication, but, mm-hmm. but point being, you can sort of actually hold that entrance now as a defender where before I felt like if they decided they were going to come that entrance, you could try to get like a, a quick kill, like as they were approaching. Cause it's kind of like a weird approach, but once they yeah. kind of like got to that room, it was really hard. I feel like to like get push a foothold back and push right. them out, especially if they like were able to breach that wall really quickly. Yeah. Um, so it, it just feels much like there's more play happening there, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, of course there's the new stairs under the white stairs now that come down into the freezer room that breaches right into the objective. Uh, so there's just like a lot more approachability to basement. It's not all about that stupid hatch on, by the stairs anymore, which is, it's, it's just, it's plays so much different. And like, I don't think we've learned it yet really. No. Um, it's, I think it's a lot harder to defend than it used to be for sure. Even I though mean, like, yeah, there's, that I mean, hatch, the hatch before was gone, always right. such a big problem. But now there's a billion different ways to attack right. the site and you just don't know which way. Um, but it's, it's way fun. I, I've really enjoyed playing that. We've played a lot of the first floor, the ground floor, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like people are not picking basement very often. I think well, just because they're intimidated. We were playing Discovery, and they so didn't true. have, a, we didn't have a choice. Yeah. Okay. Let's get let's get into Discovery and its problems real quick. And okay. We'll come but back before to we do that, I just want to say that that Yana, I remember saying over the comms, was like, "Dude, is like you gotta help your teammates, man." And then someone else like, "Oh, he's AFK," and I was like, "How do you get inside the building?" Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean he's AFK? He's in the building. <laughs> he got about? inside. Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to say that because it was funny. Okay. Go ahead. Discovery. Discovery playlist. We've said this, I think, every single time that the Discovery playlist is This is one is thing. Live. I don't know how to activate the PP with this, but it needs to be activated now. Yeah. I think we're probably exhausted on our PP use right use, now. Yeah. It's on uh, cooldown. We hit like 10 successful PPs. So, but uh, yeah, podcast power help us out here. Uh, we complain about this every time. It's casual rules, which is so frustrating because I feel like anybody who cares enough to like, can to play that playlist continually is playing it because they want to learn the map because it's going to be in ranked mm-hmm. right like certainly there are some casual people who probably hop in there but casual players i feel like they're going to hop in there they're going to play it two or three times and then they're going to go back to casual because they're they're they play this game casually yes. right in theory and like they'll get bored by playing the same map over and over this is this is a theory with no data but like <laughs> I, anyway. I feel like that's probably the case and it, it just makes more sense to me to cater to the ranked players who are trying to learn the map yeah um and ranked rules are and this is my opinion again but i just feel like this is the, it's a better way to play siege yeah, i i i will say i think it would be fine if the rounds were down to like a best of three still like i think yeah, that's I'd fine. Be fine with that uh, or first I'd, to three, I'd, I guess. I'd be fine with with 330 timer that's fine that doesn't bother me so much. I like yeah. I prefer the three minutes, but like that's fine. What what we really have a problem with is the spawn voting. Yes. Like we want to be able to pick the spawns so that we can test different parts of the map. Like when we play and we just keep getting the same kitchen and meeting hall site on secure area, like that is a game mode I will never ever ever play again in the real game. So it does me no good to play secure area on meeting hall three times in a row. Right. Like, I'm sorry, but I also want to try playing second floor and I also want to try basement. Mm-hmm. And we want to pick our operators saying, okay, they're probably going to go basement. So let's pick our operators, try to attack basement. Like, there's just no strategy involved at all in picking your operators or anything like that because you just, you can't make strategies based off of the game giving you a random thing. Yeah. And like, I don't remember it, the the discovery playlist being random game types before. I feel like no, it used I to feel always like it be was bomb. always based off of your, or maybe, maybe it's based off your settings, yeah. but that's certainly not working. 
at least in the test server right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, because we played hostage and security, and it's, I'm sorry, it's just not as fun. I mean, I think they're fun game. The game was to play, but it's not as competitive, definitely. And like, it's frustrating when you're trying to learn how to play these new objectives, and the objective is like completely different. Yeah, um, I'm I, I'm even fine with it not having operator bands like in the discovery yeah, playlist because me. you want to have you want to try all the operators. Sure on this new map but but ultimately the point is i'm trying to learn the map so i would like to be able to pick my spawn yes pick my objective right yes spawn voting just needs to come back yeah i don't i still don't understand back in the time when they removed it it wasn't a problem no like it never everyone was. people were complaining like oh well all we play is hereford basement so wait hold but on. hereford basement's ultra fun so what's your problem fun. yeah i didn't, this is what it doesn't make sense it's like so you're telling me everyone is picking something and you're mad because everybody is wanting to play that one thing because that's what they're picking right like you're saying the majority wants this but you're mad because the majority wants to play this i and mean they'll, well no they're just picking because they want to win so the majority wants to win i don't understand what the, your problem the majority is. isn't always right like i don't think you're gonna say the majority wants this so this but is how it should be but if but if that's how people want to play then that's how you should let them play you sure. know what I mean? um, I think, and so did they ever have uh, map or spawn voting in the actual game, or was that only in the beta? It was only in the beta. That's what I thought. So, I think the flaw in that logic of like people are complaining that they're always playing the same thing is there, there were, were only, only three maps. maps. Yeah, right. Like, and maybe, only ten operators at the time. Yeah, like maybe that's not as big of a problem if, if like you're cycling through. 10 different maps or now like 18 different maps or whatever many there are. Right. It's like, then it doesn't matter that when you play Hereford, you always play basement. And I'll tell you that with the what, 10 maps we haven't ranked 11 maps, something like mm-hmm. that. 12, 12 maps we haven't ranked. That's plenty of variety, even though it's, you're always playing the same two sites and you can't play the same two sites because I mean, unless they keep losing, but if you keep losing on the same site, what in the F are you doing playing the same site over and over again? I mean, well, I mean, most of the time it goes like, you play one site and you win or lose, and then you play the next site and you win or lose, and you lose on one of those sites yeah, and you play and it you again. Play so you usually just you usually use one of the two, two sites. sites unless yeah. you're just getting ultra dominated by the other team and they win the first two sites and, and then they're you just picking the third one. Yeah, right. Like it's it's pretty much you're playing the same two good sites on every single map, and it's perfectly fine. I I, I am not, right I'm not bored with that. No, yeah, it's perfectly fine. Um, so that's my frustration with Discovery. I really wish it was just just the just the spawn the objective funding mm-hmm. that's really the one thing i want i would prefer for it to be all ranked rules but just the freaking uh, I, I wouldn't prefer for it to have operator bands and i also would not prefer for it to have um all four first to four i don't want that either yeah that's, that's fine too I, long. I can skip that that's that's fine but freaking yeah, i would like choose the timer to go down things. and i would like the the spawns for sure that's definitely a, a problem um so anyway it's about the picking not picking spawns but like the time or like the being bored of it maps winning oh also it just needs to have the same like in quick matches it needs to have the same like if voting is there it needs to say if you won you can't pick it again yeah for for the random yeah pick well yeah yeah, that too but if they were to implement spawn voting it would have to be the same as ranked we're like sure let's say you won bank basement you can't do bank basement again now you got to do bank first floor or second floor yeah just like it is now and also the rng should do the same thing because it's i i can't say how many times how garbage it is that one team gets bank basement twice in a row and we have to do open area Mm -hmm. our one chance like yeah (laughs) it's very very annoying that's fair um fun game okay we were talking about the ground floor of oregon which we did a bunch of first of all the is it the meeting hall objective that we were just starting to think like this is bad? This is the worst objective, or was it the uh, 
I think the kitchen um, dining room one was better than the meeting hall one. Yeah, meeting hall is definitely very hard to hold, but I think it's just taking time to understand how to hold it. Yeah, we definitely have some um, to learn. I think that's the biggest thing is the learning curve because we've never played it before. It's never been an objective for bomb. Right, right. Um, which it was for biohazard. And I it think was hostage biohazard. also. Yeah. Um, but obviously, and, but that's this. that's like it's so different because it's one objective. Right. Right. And like it's it, it makes it play so differently. And I remember hostage on meeting area or yeah meeting area always being like really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's a bad objective. Uh. Pushing now into dining room from like the small tower, which I don't know if people are going to keep calling it small tower because it's so different now. It's like a big giant room yeah. at the bottom floor. Yeah. And like even at the top of the tower, there's now a, a room like at the a back. a separate room, right? It's not like just a just a little balcony. It makes it way less safe because you really have to drone up there instead of just like peeking up like, hey, mm-hmm. there's no one here. And it's people like, can actually yeah, hold it, rooms. right? Yeah. Because like what it used to be is like somebody would be up there and they kind of just hope you don't drone them out and they can like surprise you and get a kill or two or whatever. But, like, if you knew they were there, they were really in trouble because there was nowhere to go. No. But now people can actually just, like, kind of hold that little room yeah. and, like, really burn a lot of time. And another intro, we'll talk about this in a bit, but with the amount of frags there are on offense now, it's like, if you're in that little room and you're found, you're in big trouble. Yeah, you could be in big trouble. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm going to I'm gonna sit here and hold this one window on this side that has your exit out of that little room and my teammate's pushing your other window that's in the room throwing frags at you, so you right. can't leave. Yeah. So it's either sitting there with their frags and hope for the best or kill that guy yeah um but anyway like so pushing that that room now is like it's huge you have three options now right you have mm-hmm. uh, a soft wall you have a door on the left and you can go out to the hallway now so it's just like it feels just like a much safer to try to push that where it used to be yeah. like small tower you had to be really careful that they didn't like push down the hallway somebody had to be watching that door or else you could get in real trouble real quick right um and now it's also not a plant when you open that soft wall. It's not a plant. Oh, I, no, I guess it is. But we were playing a different objective, right? No, it's not. It is not. Oh, it's not at all. No, it's not a plant. Okay. That's, so, yeah, we were trying to like plant in that room. And it's like, this isn't the bomb anymore. Because the kitchen, it's. I, I think it might have been no, that we were, we were attacking we were kitchen, kitchen meeting hall. Meeting hall and right. like we were kind of thinking the plant room is going to be right here. You're right. It wasn't. You're right. No, yeah, you're right. I see what you're saying. No, yeah, we were playing kitchen meeting hall and we were like trying to plant in this in that first room. Mm-hmm. What's that called? Uh, dining room. Dining room. We were trying to plant in dining room, but that's not the objective because there's different objectives now. Yeah, that was a problem. But yeah, I do feel like maybe a... that's not the best push then if that's if you're attacking kitchen because now you have to get through a no, whole yeah. other room. If you're attacking and... kitchen, I probably wouldn't go that way. Yeah. Um. Although using that, uh, what used to be the bathroom, it's now like a little office. That's a really good. Yeah. way and it's kind of along those yep. that side um now also i feel like holding dining room is really hard and you definitely need to use verticality mm-hmm. uh there's just like there's so many angles they can open on you and then like there's there's the showers that are now have they've been pushed on the other side of the hall so the showers now share a soft wall with the dining room there's just not really any cover in there um that's like serviceable from so many angles and so it's uh it's really hard to hold um, and there's, and there's like no way to rotate around them. Right. Like no. once if they've taken small tower and they've cleared it all out, like, I guess you could try to cross over the roof or whatever, but like, it's kind of the same issue that it, that it used to be when they pushed that way. It's just, there's no way to like get around and get behind them. Like you just kind of have to go straight at them. Right. Um, so it's something you, you gotta be careful to not let them get too much of a foothold in that side or you could be in a bad spot. 
Yes, sir. Do we have anything else to say about Oregon? No, I think I'm good on Oregon. Next barricade debris consistency. It's great. What, what would you rate the rework? Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, like on a scale of one to ten. One to ten, like, yeah. How about five stars on a five star scale? Okay, five star scale. On a five star scale, I give the Oregon rework four stars. I thought you were going to say four and a half, and I was like, well, what's the difference? Then yeah, you can't say four and a half. Points. It's a five-point scale. Um, yeah, I'd give it four stars, too. I think um, I, I'm just, I, it's just the, the only thing that bugs me is just the fact that I still feel like there's a problem with the second floor of not having enough ways to get, like, out or around. Yeah. The roaming presence isn't as strong as I feel like it could be. Yeah. But, which I thought... That's kind of what I thought they were fixing when, when we were playing that Road to SI map. And I, we thought that was the second floor. Like, this is really cool because there's three staircases that come up here now. And I feel like whatever I do, I can get around and get back to the other side. And mm. that's just with that attic, it's just the dead end. And it's just not the case. And it doesn't feel yeah. as fluid as I feel like it could. Yeah. But other than that, they did a good job. Yeah. Um, Oregon's still Oregon. And it's really fun. Yep. Uh, debris consistency is great. Barricade debris is so much better. It is, I would say it's fixed. I've not seen a problem. They did not fix. Right. However, um, wall debris, debris. Yeah. In general, it's just barricade and they, they do say barricade debris, but then, which was the biggest problem. Yes. But the problem in general was client side debris of having like a computer fall in a certain way where like it was blocking your vision, but not the other guy's vision or uh-huh. a shield that was like an enemy shield, like a blitz shield was there. And that was in a different spot on your screen than their screen. Yeah. Um, and that's really a big part of the problem as well, which they fix the barricade thing. Great. But there's still times where I like make murder holes in this wall or I do a breaching charge or something on this wall and then a piece of the wall falls down in a weird position Mm -hmm. and it still screws me over. Yeah. It's definitely a mitigated problem now that the barricades are fixed, but it's, there's still like, even just playing the test server, there were a couple of times, at least for me where I was like, Mm -hmm. dang, the stupid debris, it's like, it's ruining this. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Attackers drone spawn, so now your drone spawns where you choose, which has been kind of interesting because now I'm kind of voting for where I want my drone to spawn. Uh, to be honest, I haven't even noticed. I haven't even oh, really? thought about because I just feel like I, I, I mean, I think part of the problem is just we're not like saying like, okay, well, we're gonna spawn our drones around the map so we can find the objective the yeah. fastest. Yeah, I'm just picking my spawn and then just kind of driving around the map and then putting my drone somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a major change, so whatever. No. Player hub changes, lesion and Twitch, which we talked about. Um, Twitch has changed. Twi- I don't think makes that much of a difference. It kind of sucks that you can't really like kill people anymore. Yeah, you can't kill anyone anymore. So, so this damage. Is, I actually was playing today as Tachanka, and a Twitch was shooting me at the drone, and I was like, dude, I don't care. Shot me three times. I'm still at 97 health. Yeah. <laughs> I still got two kills yeah, while you're like, shooting I'll, at me. You can keep doing that all you want. It's fine. Yeah. Um, um, they, they lesion. Made, did we say that they increased her F2 recoil again? Uh, yeah, we did say that last time. Okay. It doesn't really make much of a difference. She's like, it's still really good. Yeah. Lesion, I hadn't, I didn't think I played him at all, and I haven't seen anybody pick him since. <laughs> since I picked he, him. How did you? Um, I definitely noticed it was hard now that I don't have my notifications. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know which you one's know, going off. Yeah. Um, I, I like don't play Legion enough to be good at doing that anyway, so it wouldn't make a difference, but. Yeah, I mean, I think Legion's going to be so much less useful that he basically won't be picked anymore. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? We got some weapons. We didn't skins. talk about this IQ or Goyo or Frost. Wait, were they? Did we pass them already? Yeah. Where are they? They're above, right under Recruit Rework Castle. Well, I'm not down there yet. Where are cool. you? 
Your five pass, player behavior. Oh, what in the world? You you like script you skipped a lot of oh, stuff. I did. Optional cross chat is dumb, but Oh yeah, they made it me that they made it default have team only. Yeah. And it's it's not like one of the things that pops up and tells you like the adva- the drone the three man drone thing or like the um advanced repel exit. It's not one of those that like pops up on the screen. It's like inside the notifications that nobody ever reads because they just click red 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 red. red. So there's like twenty of them every new season. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of people just aren't going to know that they're all chats off. Um, I don't even notice that there are notifications for messages. So I don't think everybody does that just because you do that. <laughs> you don't notice a little no. yellow? Never. I never notice dot? it. No way. Not at all. That doesn't sound like you. You Not notice the Rocket bit. League ones, don't you? No. In games, I just don't notice. Because there's so much going on on the screen already. It's not like a phone where there's like it's a... It's like an OCD thing. Little, But there's just like... There's all these other things I'm looking at on the screen that are not that. Oh, like I, I, I always there. notice little yellow dots. Um, Another thing on here that I don't think we knew about before was abandoned penalty escalation for ranked and unranked has been restored. Yeah. So they had this before and then they took it out because like the servers weren't that stable. So people were like getting dropped from games and then getting escalating penalties which is like yeah sucks. and they couldn't rejoin the problem wasn't okay yes the problem was the servers are kicking people but the bigger problem was the servers weren't allowing people to join back mm-hmm. and that's still a problem so i think this is very stupid until you get away from me to like even if i accidentally say no like abandon i should still be able to go back and be like rejoin my previous match there should just be a button that says rejoin previous match yeah and it like checks to see if you and have one or something sure, yeah Right. Yeah, that would be nice. But anyway, hopefully that uh, reduces abandons. Um, let's see. Balancing. Recruit rework. Did we talk about this already? Do we no. know this? Nope. So to improve the Rainbow Six Siege onboarding experience, we're reassigning recruit on a mission to lead and guide our new players. In year five season one, recruit will have preset loadouts for attack and defense instead of CTU-based loadouts. This will help ease the learning process and make recruit an ideal pick for new players familiarizing themselves with Siege. This is awesome because there was no reason for there to be like five different ctus to choose from and each of them has different loadouts it's just like why mm-hmm. don't i just have an smg loadout uh, like maybe a couple different smg loadouts like yeah um, and it was always iron sights all the time and it was really frustrating yeah uh and it says they're preset loadouts so I'm, I'm assuming you kind of just choose it a has, thing and it's like yeah, yeah you, you've seen stuff. it yeah okay and it, it has like frags Years, and yep. whatever it just whatever it is i don't understand really why recruit is even still in the game um I, I could see like well brand new players do sometimes don't have an option don't you start with 20 operators now no or did they bring that no, back? you start to buy them yeah okay they brought it back where you have to buy them because yeah. because there was a while there where you started with all 20 remember that yeah i do remember that that was great uh no i think it was dumb really because here's the problem you start with 20 okay you is it it's it was 10 on attack and 10 on yeah 10 yeah. on each side right yeah so like like it first of all they were so cheap to begin with it was never a problem unlocking those first 20 right you you would do that in like 10 hours okay um so then you get these 10 and like you're overwhelmed by choice right so like you choose one or whatever and you don't really have enough dedicated time with any one of them i feel like unless you like find one you like right away you don't have enough dedicated time with each one of them to learn how their gadget works like and all that stuff and so like you're just you keep popping between each person and you're like you're never really like mastering obviously you're not mastering anybody in the first 10 hours but right but you're not like you're not like really grasping what you're supposed uh, yeah, to be doing or whatever you're just jumping around yeah and so like i much prefer the idea of like hey you play like 
a full game or two basically playing Jaeger and Twitch. Mm-hmm. And then your next game, you unlock Castle. And then, then you're going to be playing Castle, right? Because Castle's new. So then you're going to yeah. learn Castle. And like by that time, you have a couple operators that you understand how they work. And like, I, yeah, that's a good point. I just think it's it was a good pace already. There was no reason to change that. That's a good point. But, so I'm glad it's back. It's back. Um, let's see. What else? Recruit. Yeah, we did that. Castle gets a now super shorty shotgun. That's Mozzie's uh, secondary shotgun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very nice. Instead of the M45, which is fantastic. Like, I don't think it fixes Castle in any way, but like it just gives him more utility, more mm-hmm. versatility. And like, there's definitely like a few spots where I like to play castle where I would really like the ability to open up some holes in floors or open up a hatch or yep. make a little rotation without wasting my impacts, right? Like all this stuff is fantastic. It just gives him more usability overall, which I think is fantastic. Yes. Um, Frost has that new fancy holographic scope on the, on her weapon. Yeah. Makes it a lot easier to yep. use. It's a nice scope. Goyo falling onto the Vulcan only caused it to collapse instead of explode. That's kind of like just a quality of life thing. Um, IQ, when she finds bombs in like biohazard containers with her thing and you haven't spotted them yet, it spots it for the team. Yeah, I didn't know it didn't do that already. No, it does not. It just, she says, I found the bomb. But it doesn't do anything. (laughs) But it doesn't. (laughs) Interesting. But now it does. Okay, we already talked about Twitch and Legion. Warden's smart glasses will now run on a charge system and can be activated as long as there is more than 20% left of his charge left. Activation ha- lasts 10 seconds and needs 10 seconds for a full recharge. So this is basically how Kavera and Jackal... Not Jackal. Who else has something like that? Um, Nook. Nook, yeah. How Kavera and Nook work, he works like that now. Um, which is interesting because now he can, like, turn it on to clear a flash and turn it back off, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, and then... so. If he gets flashed multiple times, he can just keep and yep. like basically be immune to flashes, which is cool. That is cool. Uh, I don't think it's too powerful. Some people think it's too powerful. I don't think so. I think it's fine. That's his ability. Yeah, that's the only thing he does. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> let him have it. Come on. Give did we something. did we talk about Twitch getting? We talked about the recharge, but did we talk about that she only has um one HP damage now? Yeah, I guess we, we just mentioned that. it a second ago, mm-hmm. but. We didn't talk about it last episode because we didn't know that. I think we didn't know that. Maybe not. That wasn't in... No, we didn't. That yeah. wasn't in we just, we just knew that there was going to recharge yeah. instead of be limited. Uh, I don't think it makes that much of a difference because, I mean, I think it makes it way nicer for defenders because you don't have this stupid Twitch drone like just getting free damage on yeah, you, basically. Right. Um, but like you shouldn't be doing that with Twitch anyway for the most part. Like Obviously, there are certain situations where it makes sense, but mm-hmm. for the most part, you should be using it to destroy gadgets and yeah. stuff, especially with how many gadgets there are these days. Um, and that Thatcher doesn't destroy half of them anymore. And it's nice too. Her her cooldown time for shooting them is just one second. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of times is very annoying. Is like I'm trying to shoot a maestro camera and I hit it. I have to wait two more seconds. I hit it again, and right. by that time I'm gone. Or like a mirror window, you miss it the first shot. And then it's like I have to like straight back and yeah. forth and hope she can't hit me. Yeah, but she always does. Uh, so, so that that's a actually a nice change for Twitch. DMRs. Did we know this? All right, nope. it's hard to keep track of like what we knew when because they announced we, we've it. talked about it. But yeah. We didn't know it. And it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, increased destruction for DMRs for faster destruction of barricades, hatches, and soft surfaces. This is a great buff for DMRs. This is really, really good. Can I, they break hatches now? I didn't try that. I was testing them with them today, and I didn't try shooting hatches with them. I mean, them. they specifically mentioned hatches, so I'm thinking it probably can That's open a, a hatch in I, a few bullets. I think um, what they should should do now with all the dmrs is increase the capacity of them so like you have some that have like 30 bolts in them 
Um, Twitch is now has like 25 bullets or something, 20 mm-hmm. something. Uh, Maverick still only has 11 bullets. Yeah. And I think that's a problem now with DMRs if you want them to be like, I mean, they're already at such a disadvantage of being a DMR. Sure. Um, but it's like, if you want them to be shooting destruction and stuff, you have to give them more bullets than just 11 because it's like, and I've, I ran out. Okay. For example, Terrorist Hunt, I never run out of bullets in Siege ever. Right. With any gun, but DMRs, uh, Mavericks, which I was using in Terrorist Hunt, I ran out of bullets before I could finish. Yeah. And it was like, I, I was testing, like I was shooting through walls at people and stuff. So I was wasting bullets. But at the same time, it's like, I've never run out of bullets before. Right. Yeah. If you're going to be, there's just no reason, especially for DMRs, why you can't have a whole bunch in reserve. Like, yeah. why can't you have a hundred bullets or, yeah. or more? Yeah. Um, Because, uh, yeah, it seems like other other operators tend to have way more ammo than the DMRs do, which is kind of yep. dumb. But it is nice to seven shots to break down a barricade. Glass is just three, so glass is still better. Um, it's three shots to hit through a soft wall, which is way nice. Before, it was like nine bullets. That was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So it's actually very nice to use DMRs now, and you yeah. can get through sites faster. Yeah, I don't really play anybody who even has a DMR like with any regularity, so it's... Yeah, I, I play Buck a lot, but I don't think I would use the DMR. I might on some sites now, but... At the same time, it's like if, I have his... If I were going to play Buck, I might try switching to his DMR just because I feel like his what is it, C something is really hard to control. C-A-S-F-W? Sure. Yes. Um, anyway, Vector 45, damage increased to 23 from 21. I didn't even realize this until just now. I didn't. I never see it either. That's Mira's and um, Goyo's mm-hmm. SMG. It's, it's a really good gun as it is. Yep. So extra damage is cool for them. Uh, and then loadout changes. They really shuffled this up. Dokabi gets um, frags instead of stuns. Maverick get wait, sorry. Dokabi's stuns replace frags. She loses frags, gets stuns. Maverick loses stuns, gets frags. Nook loses a claymore and gets frags. Ying loses a claymore and gets frags. And compensator removed from DMRs, which makes sense because it's for automatic weapons. So <laughs> there's no reason it should be on DMRs. Yep. Um, Ying has now lost her frags for stuns, by the way uh oh they oh yeah they did change that afterwards they just changed it yeah. yeah so before they did that this was a net increase of three frags on attack because we got yana who has frags mm-hmm. uh maverick nook and ying all got frags and then Doku be lost so a net increase of three now we're down to a net increase of two since ying uh lost them but still now you could pretty easily have a full team of attackers with frags which yeah before you they have were a like lot of really bouncing now. around that i remember at one point there was only like three people who had frags mm-hmm. well, so, there's only two it was just thermite and sledge yeah well at the very beginning yeah i'm talking about like when there was actually a lot of operators yeah. that like i remember somebody doing one of those uh graphics where they showed like the the economy of secondary oh, gadgets yeah you ever seen that yeah and like the frag one stood out because it was so low yeah where like the breach charges obviously were like way up in the sky and stuff but like um that was that was just interesting that now it doesn't seem like they're as concerned about frags as maybe they used to be and maybe that's partly because they've added uh wamai so there's just one more defense against frags I think part of it too is there's, I think it's been seen that defense is usually stronger on most in most maps, most places. Yeah. yeah so maybe and it's just giving attackers more utility to yeah, a little bit uh, more to, to attack killing power. I mean, you're killing these gadgets too. There's all these gadgets down defense that frags can just kill all this barbed wire. Sure. They can kill this these maestro cameras and whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, I for one, as a castle player a lot of the time i'm totally for people taking frags over like breach charges because like yeah a frag I mean, they is, can still use the frag to kill the right they can but it's a little bit harder you have to be like more it careful is. with it right and also you're wasting much better utility yeah. and a breach charge you have three you're never going to run out of breach charges 
like yeah. wasting a frag on a castle barricade is like a much greater win for the castle than than the breach charge. And breach right? charge. So that's that's actually because cool that's taking me. a kill from someone potentially, whereas the breach charge was never gonna get a kill. It was just gonna open something, right? But the frag you was you like you never got a kill with the breach charge because I've gotten a double. Kill no, I've gotten charge. kills breach charges, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like the frags was, yeah. I guess that doesn't actually track here though because none of these people lost breach charges for frags. They lost stuns and stuff. So, but still, but um, and I'm not sure what their other secondary gadget is. But if I was choosing between a breach charge and a frag, I would choose the frag 98.97% of the time. Yeah. Um, what is this about explosions and shrapnel damage? I read it and it's not, I don't like, I don't so, feel a difference from playing the game. Yeah. In short, I don't want to read this whole thing because it's kind of a long paragraph and it's kind of technical. So if you're interested, you should go look it up. But in short, it sounds like they've changed explosive damage to now be based on shrapnel and shrapnel like won't pass through objects it sounds like or it'll be damage will be reduced if it goes like through a lamp or something and then it hits you so it sounds like it's just a more complicated sophisticated way of doing explosion damage and i don't know that anybody will ever notice the difference but there it is okay let's just uh try to blow through the rest of these things they're kind of small things more stuff on explosions corner explosions they say we've improved how explosives interact in corners where there's both a hard and soft wall i don't really know what that means but cool <laughs> indestructible object interference we've improved how explosives interact in situations where an indestructible object like a beam can block destruction damage on nearby soft walls also cool um game mode name change this is we were talked about this a little bit it's kind of important the terrorist hunt playlist will be renamed to training grounds to better reflect what our community uses the playlist for Terrorist Hunt Classic will be renamed to Elimination to more accurately depict the game mode players can expect when entering those games. So Training Grounds is not some sort of firing range or anything like that. It's just a rename of Terrorist Hunt, which is good because that's really what it is. It's just a practice area. Yeah. Right? I mean, I had no problem with it being called Terrorist Hunt. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. But cool. Yeah. Um, game health, basically. Uh, okay, this is cool. Actually, This is cool. Players will receive notifications when a player they have reported has had an action taken against them. Podcast power! PP. Big PP win right there. That is, did it, that is huge. Um, data consolidation, they basically restructured the game. Uh, I think this this means that the... So yeah, You're season basically patch. re-downloading the whole game yeah. when, uh, when I, and I, I had problems with this. I had to actually uninstall my game first and then restart my Cuberator and then download the whole game again. Restart your Cuberator? <laughs> my computer, I... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. But um, night maps are also gone from custom games, which is yeah, crazy. Fine. I mean, like they were cool, but I understand they just want to have more space for siege, and so having another type of the map there takes up space. Yeah, little random thing. They did some technical change with how they save your loadouts. Mm -hmm. So uh, this, I think, what this is, Ryan. To be honest with you, mm -hmm. I think they are seeing like a. a downplay of players and they want to bring people in for this season so go <laughs> because continue. they say uh if you you need to log on at least once during year five season one to convert to the new system because the old system will be removed come year five season two and then if you haven't logged in you're you'll just be set to default loadouts so if for some reason you're not playing siege or whatever i advise you at least log in once during year five season one so you don't have to reset all your loadouts because that's a pain it's a real pain so i think that's what they're doing i think they just did it just because i know i know what it says here i know it says but i think this is an idea of the art team they were like let's let's <laughs> increase players so we'll do something so if you don't log in it's really gonna suck so. yeah the art team's just looking to stay busy um 
Operator bio updates. Randomly, they updated the bios for Buck Frost, Blackbeard, Valkyrie, Capital Cavera, Echo Hibana, Jackal Mira, Legion Yin, Elizabeth. All Elizafia, of year one and year two operators. Be Vigil, Thinka, and Lion. Which this is probably the. Or, and I guess they had bios before. They're just updated. Huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't care. I didn't read them. If you read them and they're interesting, you can talk about it in the Discord. Okay, uh, this is getting long. This is going to be as long as the last one where we revealed the season. Well, now we're revealing what we're revealing. Yeah, we're, we, we should are just, the revealers. Yeah, you know we should do on one episode. We should just word for word remember what we said the previous episode and then redo it. Why? For just for fun, see if anyone notices. But that's like, not fun. Okay, all right. <laughs> when you do things for fun, it's usually fun things. <laughs> anyway. Okay, uh, do you want to do patch notes that have come out since the release? Yeah, so really there, there hasn't been... Not too much. No, just so Yang lost her frags. She went back to stun grenades. Ooh, you can get a raptor legs frost charm? Yep, so we'll talk about that in a second. And then um, Ella was nerfed, and this is stupid. They So they buffed Ella recently. They gave her a buff, which um, her first 16 shots of, the, of her scorpion were... Like the recoil was significantly reduced, and so people started picking Ella because she started being good again, and then they didn't like that, so they nerfed her again, and now it's not as good as it used to be. Wait. So, so just on the test server, they've nerfed her buff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it it really sucks. Like because they so this is what makes no sense. After the last buff to her scorpion, we've seen a large jump in her pick rate and win delta. Yeah. These changes are aimed at scaling back some of the changes made in year four, season 4.3. Okay, so it was actually, it's in the game right now. But they're tweaking the Evo 3 to be more appropriate power level closer to what we had in mind. So these comments, people are not happy about it. Like, okay, well, this is stupid because you literally buffed her because she was too weak. And now you're saying, oh, well, now she's actually strong. So let's nerf her. It's like, well, yeah, she's fine. It's okay that she's strong. That that was fine. The problem is that the Gersmont mines just last her so long and they feel like they're so powerful. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's stop <laughs> just stop. stop like it it was good when you made it. it what's frustrating about the game is it's frustrating playing with the gun you feel like you lost because your gun just sucks mm-hmm. as like i what i would rather it be is like all guns are good all the time and it's based off of operator gadgets being good or not good and those are what change and then you don't ever feel like oh i lost my gunfight because my gun's trash and his yeah. gun's just really really good I mean, Siege is like a really weird case where they like they're balancing. I mean, I guess pretty much all shooters have guns that are better than others, but right. But then it usually boils down to like people use one of these five guns out of the twenty-seven guns in the game. Yep. Uh, so, but Siege is in like a weird, like an interesting situation where they limit the guns that you can have based on um, who you pick. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like it's a it's it's like a pre pre-baked like point system that you have in some games where like uh, you, buy, yeah. you like you have a certain number of points to put on your operator or yeah, your, like your person or whatever yeah like more now i think like black ops or what, not black ops but maybe like ghosts, ghosts had it, and probably, had it yeah. i guess recent call of duty games probably have a similar system or you know like if you want to have frags that cost seven points or whatever so mm-hmm. then you can't have as good of a gun or whatever they're basically like pre-baking that and making those yeah. decisions for us um it's kind of interesting it, it's a hero shooter problem that mm-hmm. not problem but like not problem in like it's a bad thing but problem like it's a thing to solve right yeah um so it's kind of it's interesting anyway uh what else we got here and then this other thing is this this is cool so there's a clash exploit again 
as always. <laughs> Crash is disabled. Um, but they put this like bounty out there. So like if you can, they basically they fixed her or what they think they fixed her. And now there's a bounty out there where if you can make a bug with her again, the same exploit, and you can provide full step-by-step description and video proof, and then you post it to the terrorist hunt and the team acknowledges it, then you get this frost raptor legs charm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a cool, like, we're giving you this big reward because you're going to help us. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a good job. I I would take 1500 renown over the thing or like a alpha pack or something. Uh, legendary alpha pack. I think I would take over the frost after legs charm because I just feel like I never see the charms. That's true, but it's like an actual cool charm when most charms are totally forgettable. Yeah. So it'd be Fine. nice. I'm definitely not going to go to the effort to try to find a clash bug just to get it. Nope. But but I like the idea of uh, a charm being predicated on doing a thing. Like yeah, and yes. it, I guess the the like is there other ways to get this charm? Yeah, some people already have it. Bummer, because. It'd be it really would cool be cool if it was unique, right? Like yeah. that's the thing that we want. We want like unique things for doing unique actions. Yeah, uh, unique rewards for unique actions, which would be really, really nice. Because it would be sick if there was only one person that had it in all of Siege. Yeah, <laughs> like if you're the only <laughs> oh, one, or like shit. if you're one of a hundred people that has it, like that would be so cool. Yeah, and if you could trade them too with people, like that thing would be expensive. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I guess that's pretty much it on Void Edge, right? Yeah, pretty much. I we like it, we love it, played it. I like it a lot. Yeah, Void I'm Edge is for it to be good, part great, of the game. Grand, wonderful. I am also excited for map banning to come and be part of the game. But excited fine. for a lot of things. Yeah, the freaking season map striking is going to be so good. Oh, big big boy, big big time. What? It's going to be big big time. Good. Big big boy time. Send it. All right, should we talk about this castle buff concept? Yeah, let's let's do that. Okay, so um, somebody, who's this? U slash AKA underscore Parouse posted this on the Siege subreddit or Rainbow Six subreddit. Um, he says, I believe what makes Castle Weak is the way of how his gadget interacts with soft breach operators, so I corrected them. Any thoughts? So basically what he's done is he, he put this, um, these edited screenshots together where every gadget now like so when you like breach a soft wall every gadget that can breach walls or do damage to walls kind of has a unique pattern it does it in right so like the hibana mm-hmm. pellets for example do the like the long rectangle or right. the the ash charge does kind of like the oval shape right mm-hmm. right um so he's applied each of those shapes to a castle barricade so if you were to hit a castle barricade with an ash charge it wouldn't like take the whole barricade down it just makes the oval shape in the barricade, which also means like somebody like Maverick doesn't just like completely destroy the castle barricade. He can just make holes in it. Um, Sledge wouldn't completely destroy it. He makes it like a little square hole, you know, that like you sure you could walk through, but it doesn't open up the entire sight line. Mm-hmm. Um, is that explained well enough? Do you think? No, yeah, I think so. Okay. So what do you think about it? I think it's actually a really good idea. Um, it makes it where like the castle, like it's just, the problem right now is it's just so um, easily destructible. Yes, that anything just kills it. And it's right. Like, so, and I mean, he didn't do. The, oh, he did do a frag grenade, yeah. but I don't think a frag grenade would do as much damage as he shows here. No, because like normally when you do a frag grenade against the wall, because it's on the floor, unless you were to cook it and like throw it perfectly where it explodes in the air, like when it's on the floor, it doesn't really do that much damage to the wall. It's just like a little small hole that you wouldn't even be able to get through. Right. Um. So. 
so like that really really weakens frag grenades against castle barricades which is cool um i like i still think it's it still has a lot of the same problems right which is like it blocks your teammates rotations that's always been a problem with the barricades uh it's it's just destructible by so many people right so like this reduces it a little bit because now like Hibana wouldn't be able to like make a walkthrough hole with it without using multiple X Kairos. Maverick wouldn't be able to destroy it. So it solves that a little bit, but there's still a lot of people who can make a hole that goes through it. But that said, I think this is a very simple way to make those barricades a lot better than they are right now. Yeah. Help help me out, help me out here. This Oh, I see it now. Okay. There so the the barricades are just how he edited that which i understand why he has like a urine cafe like going into kitchen but on the other side of the castle barricade because it has edited it goes into like coastline service entrance and i'm like trying to understand like what direction it's facing in coastline i finally it clicked in my brain so we're good good for you thanks i was just really trying to understand how this is working wait are you talking about this these screenshots Mm -hmm. this is not coastline yes it is so it's cafe, but like look at like the breach charge and like frag grenade. That's not going into cafe. That's going into coastline service entrance from the lobby side on a soft wall. Hang on, let me see a bigger version of this. Oh, it's different because yeah. the thermite one. The thermite is, one is kitchen. But these, oh yeah, this is going interesting because <laughs> okay. he's breaching a soft wall. That's where he's getting like what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting he chose that spot. Like, why wouldn't you have chosen a different spot that has... I guess there would be nowhere that has a soft wall. No, it doesn't really matter. It looks totally fine. Yeah. Like, I mean, you didn't even notice. <laughs> no, yeah, I didn't notice Pretty at good all. good job. Um, but yeah, like, again, this isn't revolutionary, I don't think, for Castle. But, I, like, it, it's essentially changing it from, like, these hard bulletproof barricades mm-hmm. to his ability to put up a soft wall anywhere where there's a doorway. Yeah. Which is like kind of a, a big uh, shift. Um, I think he's still under the impression that they're still bulletproof, though. Like they're still. Well, yeah, yeah, they'd remain bulletproof, right? Uh, but they're oh, well, yeah, I guess, in, that's, I guess that's different than a soft wall. Yeah, but in the way that interacts with the explosives, it's like a soft wall instead yeah. of a. Well, I don't know because there's nothing else in the game that's bulletproof that dies like that. In deployable shields, I guess. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I would as a castle player, I think this would be a good thing. Um, and it'd be a really interesting thing to try out on a test server type of thing and see how it goes they and see if it makes a difference. They don't do this. No. And then, uh, and then apply it or not. I think they already have an idea of how they want to fix castle. I think that's probably already in development to be honest. Yeah. When we don't, we don't know anything about a rework, right? They, they no. sort of hinted at it and like without saying castle, they said castle. Yeah. Um, but we only have to chunk it for now. Oh, that is exciting. Okay, do we have time for oper- for listener questions? Yeah, we can do some. Okay, let's do some listener questions. Let's um first of all, if you haven't already, there's no reason to not be part of the Internet Discord because there's a bunch of people there. It's a good place to find people to play games, to play Siege, or if you want to play other games, play other games. You can ask questions on the podcast that we're about to talk about mm-hmm. right this second. Mm-hmm. And even better, if you ask enough questions, six questions to be exact in six different episodes, you can be part of the podcast questionnaire role, which in that case gives you access to a new channel in the Underground Discord in yeah. which you can then submit voice questions. Yeah. So you can hear your voice on the podcast. We'll put you on the pod. Yep. 
if you're a it's a good question that doesn't guarantee it'll no. be on the question but right. we assume if you're a podcast questionnaire then you are You've clearly asking a good question at, yeah um just for just for kicks and giggles if you want to know who has the most questions asked all oh. time i'm gonna guess oh gosh this is top hard. three um hang on let me look at our list of uh questionnaires because i'm not gonna remember okay uh rush 17 is gonna be up there okay where can i see all of the people i have to go into like server like members and there's like roles okay um display role here we go okay podcast questionnaire mm. oh god egg is gonna be up there six eyes is gonna be up there steel switch shedlock there's some people in here who like I think they got the role and then they kind of um faded off because mm-hmm. they were just trying to get the role. Fuse me daddy probably. I'm going to guess uh Mythic also. I'm going to guess number 1 is Ooh, I'm going to say Shedlock. Okay. What number is he? Shedlock is He's like 11 or 12. What? Yeah. Did you do you have everybody in here with roles that they're supposed to have? Yeah. Wow. Oh, we're at six hundred members exactly right now. Oh, hey, you guys, guys, we made it. Join the Discord if you're not yeah. already. You're missing out. Six hundred of us are there. Um. Okay. Eleven. Yeah. Mm, I was way off then. Uh, Fuse me, Daddy. Fuse me, Daddy is number one. Yeah. He has thirteen. No, I lied. He has sixteen. Give us, give us the top five leaderboard. Okay, so top five, so Jukas, or Fuse Wait, Me Daddy. Jukas? Oh, okay. That's Fuse Me Daddy. Yeah, He's at 16. Steel Switch has 13. Also with 13 is, sorry, I lied, 11. Um, God Egg has 11, and Six Eyes has 11. And then nice. the fifth at nine, I think, is Dark Romantic 17 with nine. Good job, guys. And Drifted Away has nine. Drifted Away has nine. Good job. Tie for fifth. We appreciate your guys' input to the podcast. It's so fun. Also, you guys can ask questions at R6 Unrenowned on Twitter. Did you say that already? No, I did not say that. Yeah. Somebody asked me but this week if we if we read the Twitter questions, and yeah, we totally do. Yes. So uh, we're we're probably not as good about it. Like we might miss it one week, but um, yeah, we totally do. If you ask there. Okay, let's get into these questions. So, okay, Jay Mortar, who is probably well on the way to. Uh, questionnaire i think jay moore has been pretty active um at twelve twenty-seven of this video they hint at a major change coming so let's i have this video pulled up let's go ahead and listen to what it says real quick you're gonna have to try to listen through a heavy french accent so hopefully it's okay and what is coming in the near future is a realization of this vision of this premise and i will give you i will give you a concrete example if you look at the prep phase of this game from a design standpoint you can see a promise this is a moment where i will be able to get some information and build a strategy around when you play siege you can see like for a technical constraint technical reason that typically you already have committed to your operator before doing the prep phase why because First, you choose your operator, and then we have to load them. So we load the operator, you play the prep phase, you get the info, but you can do nothing because you're already committed to your plan. And to me, this is one of the things that we want to change. So prep phase, we want to give you opportunity to really adapt your gameplay and your plan based on the information, uh, for, for based on the information that you gather during these phases. And it's 
in a way, it's something new because clearly it will change the gameplay. But if you think about it, it was here since the beginning, you know, even in the name, prep phase. It's just like for technical constraints, there's a lot of reason of why we ended in this situation. But now, after four years, it's time to reopen and to finish, to execute the vision of Xavier Marquis. This is to me the future that is coming. Okay, so the prep phase right now, when you choose your operator, you do that before the prep phase starts and you're locked into your operator. He's saying the reason they really made that choice was not like because that's how they wanted to balance the game. It was because of uh, technical constraints, right? Where mm-hmm. they, they had to load your operator ahead of time. Um, and so you couldn't like choose on the fly. What he's saying is we would prefer, and it sounds like this is going to happen, that you choose your operator as an attacker after you've droned and mm-hmm. you see what's in there. We've talked about this before. I don't know if on the podcast, but we've definitely talked about before of choosing after you find out what's going on. Yeah, that it would, it would be really nice. And like you, like you develop these strategies, right, for like certain sites. But the, the problem with that is that you have to assume that they're going to be on that site when you choose your operator in the first place. Mm-hmm. So you either are forced to like, okay, make your best guess. They'll probably start on this objective. So we're going to choose our team for that objective. And then if they don't get it, then you kind of have to like Adapt. adjust. Or you have to like choose a team for the map and say, this is who you pick every time on the map. And then we'll mm-hmm. develop our strategies around those operators that we've chosen. Yeah. Um, so like, it, it's kind of like a bad situation for attackers. And I think that's a, probably a big reason why defenders win more than attackers. Yeah, it could be for sure. Cause they're able to, def- to develop their strategy around their strengths where the, mm-hmm. the attackers are just kind of making their best guess. Right. Um, I think this would be awesome. It would definitely change. Like you would see huge fluctuations, I think at the high levels of attackers starting to win a lot more. Right. Mm -hmm. But then they can start to make those balance adjustments based on that. Right. Um, And I think it's a much better way to play the game because like ultimately right now, the reason I pick Thatcher almost every time on attack is because I know he'll always be useful Yeah, and not because like I'm trying to specifically make something happen. And so it's just like, it makes the game kind of stale in a way as an attacker because it's just like, well, I'm not going to pick Amaru like Amara's not good, but she's a good example of like a specific skill set, right? It's like, I'm not going to pick sure. her because they might pick a basement objective and then I have, it's like completely useless. 100%. I think it's, but um, it, you're going to see an increase and only an increase. If they do this on attack, on the charts that they release, you will see an increase in pick rate and wind delta of these operators that are at the very bottom. Yeah. Because Cali, for example, won't be picked unless it's like, oh, this is where we want Cali. Mm-hmm. This is the one spot where Cali is yeah. useful. Yeah. And so we're going to pick her. Yeah. Or I think Amaro is another really good example of that. Um, I mean, every single operator, I think, will increase on attack because you're going to be picking them based off well, the site. Well, some will go down, right? Like somebody like Sledge. Pick who... rates might go down, but I don't think win rates will go no. down. No, 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 probably not. Um, they may fluctuate some, but I think with the ones, especially the ones on the left-hand side or the bottom left corner, those will only go up. I mean, you'll definitely see like Thermite and Hibana's things go down it's yeah, like, because there's some sites like, where oh, Heartbreach doesn't matter. Don't even, yeah, like, or with what they've made it's like well they're not even reinforcing this in this way or they're not we don't need to hit hatches this way because of how they're set up over here there's no you know what i mean yeah, there's yeah. no there's no maestro so i'm not gonna pick twitch yeah exactly um i think it's good it, it's sort of also though like it's really gonna turn the tables on the defenders because right now you kind of pick somebody you're like okay i'm gonna pick this operator and i hope they don't pick this hard counter yeah and like they probably won't because nobody ever picks maverick or whatever right, right. like um but then but then now, like they're seeing who you've picked, and they're yeah. they're able to just choose hard counters. I mean, could it even be where like everybody picks after? No, it can't because no, you've got to be defenders able to put have got to defend yeah. up and stuff. Uh, or could it be that like 
because because there has to be a phase now where the operator the attackers are choosing operators right. and so it, either they're like pausing the defenders and putting them on some sort of menu at that point i wonder if it's going to be part of the prep phase that they choose their operator so like you will you have your prep phase and you where can you're joining like, and you can press seven to yeah, choose kind of your like operator. switching your spawn you can switch yeah. your operator yeah maybe you could do it that way I, I was gonna say like i wonder if they could do it in a way where like on defense you start out like you choose your operators but you start out all looking like recruits so you can do the setup of like reinforcements and that kind of stuff do that mm-hmm. setup and then like the attackers go to a phase where they're choosing their operators and now like it brings in your operators and you're cho- you're putting your stuff down so they don't necessarily pick based on your operators and more yeah on they're like picking the based on the site that's probably a little too complicated yeah. um it's probably what you're saying where you can switch your operator yeah i think um what they might do is just have it like where the the preparation phase for drones is just 30 seconds so the drone preparation phase will end at 30 seconds and then you go in well i guess you don't want to be kicked off your drone but because then you're going to be kicked off your drone again that's going to be a problem Mm -hmm. so i feel like it almost has to be voluntary where you're like will it just freeze the defenders like in spot or do you think because what i'm thinking is like the defenders keep getting to prepare while you're picking your operators yeah but i mean that's i guess that's just what you sacrifice right if you're spending time doing that like it seems like you should be deciding who it's going to be during the whole prep phase yeah and then when it comes time to choose or it comes to the last second or maybe it's just because now you can be on your drone whenever you want so maybe you don't even choose your operator until you get off your drone so like you can be on your drone through the game but then is that too much power that's like okay a minute and a half okay now i can pick my op yeah <laughs> like okay we, we were able to kill as my show camera so no, i'm, not gonna I'm, pick I'm sure it'll be something i i would guess it's just like, like how is the game gonna choose and like this is my question is like will people forget to choose their operator like how will the game right, right. I, I think i guess what i would say is i think they will have a clever solution for it yeah. if anything we've seen that they're pretty good at coming up with clever solutions to things like this for yeah. the most part um so i wouldn't be worried about it i think they'll do great and i, I this i think this is going to be awesome i think it'll make the game way more um like dynamic yep for sure um let's just do this one more question i know we only did the one but Go to February 11th um, by Lion. This okay. is a good and one. then we'll, we'll circle back to some of these other questions because we haven't done questions in a few podcasts now. So of all the questions, this is the specific one you want to pick out. Ryan, this is our specialty. Okay, here we go. Oh, gosh. This is okay. This doesn't have to do with Siege, but I wonder how you would rate this chart. Most of my friends agree with it, but I wonder what you two think. So what this chart is. You've probably seen these screenshots from the website Tier Maker where people can like make tiers out of any thing basically right this is a tier list of cereals so it's also wrong it on first glance it's very wrong s tier cereals cookie crisp captain crunch cinnamon toast crunch honey smacks a tier honey nut cheerios lucky charms uh cocoa crispies cocoa crispies and cocoa puffs b tier apple jacks uh count chocula is that what it's called sure I don't know, whatever that's called. It's hard to read these because they're tiny little things. Rice Krispies Treats cereal. Uh, Cheerios, Fruit Loops, Cocoa Pebbles, Raisin Bran, Frosted Flakes, and Corn Pops. C-tier Apple Cheerios. Apple Cinnamon Cheerios. Yeah. Corn Flakes, Peanut Butter Crunch, Honey Bunches of Oats, Rice Krispies, uh, Crunch with Berries. Yeah. Mini Wheats, Reese's Puffs, Honeycomb. D tier, Special K, Kicks, Rice Checks, Fruity Pebbles, Tricks. I've never had a Golden Crisp. <laughs> okay, so to throw back under, I've never had also this um, 
Honey Smacks. Mm-hmm. I've never had that. Uh, I don't know if I've had real Honey Smacks, but I've definitely had like a generic brand Honey Smacks. I don't think it belongs in S tier, though. I will tell you they're not good. Um, also, I am confused how Captain Crunch and Cookie Crisp are in S tier. Yeah, I'm going to say, okay, especially Captain Crunch is in S tier, but then Captain Crunch with berries is C tier. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Captain Crunch with berries is way better than regular Captain Crunch. You are Crunch. a monster person Yeah, whoever made this. So the first thing I would say is throw this whole list out. This list is complete garbage. <laughs> um, half of these cereals should just be in D tier, like full stop. Yes. Uh, Corn Pops, for example. Honeycomb. Raisin Bran? Why is Raisin Bran B tier? I don't know. While freaking Kix is D tier. That's stupid. Uh. This is a bad list. Okay. Let me tell you the list. S tier. Lucky Charms. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cocoa Puffs. Yes. Uh, oof, Captain Crunch with Berries is is right there. But I feel like it Could drops be one because of, the, because of the damage. Because of the, if it was Oops All Berries, Oops All Berries could be S tier. No problem. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mini mm. Wheats? Mini Wheats are not S tier. Oh, they're up there for me. They're, they're really good. Uh, they're definitely more adult though. Like when I'm when I think like yeah. top tier cereals, it's like these are sugary. Like this is what cereal's supposed okay. to be. Yeah, it's for a little kid and it's not healthy. Uh, exactly what it should be. Yeah, Cocoa Puffs and Lucky Charms are like the strongest contenders. After that, there's a bunch of them. Like eh, you're kind of right there, but like I don't think think I would put you right up there with freaking Cocoa Puffs. Which you're an idiot. You're an idiot if you put Lucky Charms and Cocoa Puffs at A tier. I'm sorry. Uh, Fruit Loops maybe. Fruit Loops are really where are they, where are they on this list? They're on B. Yeah, I, could, I could do Fruit Loops in A tier. Um, I mean S tier, and I think that's it, that's it for S tier. S tier has to be like super elite. If you put too many in S tier, then it's not S tier, right? Yeah, that's true. So what do you think? S tier? I think that's acceptable. Did you you didn't put Cinnamon Toast Crunch up there? Did you? No. Would you say that's a B tier or an A tier? That's a B tier at the best. Cinnamon oh, Toast Crunch best. is is like. It's pretty good, but it gets soggy it so get fast, soggy very fast, and it's not good when it's soggy. No, you're right. It does get soggy quick, but you just eat it before it gets soggy. You have to eat real, real quick. Um, and also, like, I don't like how it like how it leaves the milk. Mm. It's like the milk gets like well, really. I don't. I don't ever finish the milk. Powdery and gross. I'm not a milk finisher. Oh, I'm a milk finisher for sure. No. I don't finish milk. I put mini wheats in A tier. Definitely, yeah, if mini wheats are not like S tier. They're definitely they're, in A tier. They're a great like grown up cereal. Did you, really put, good. you didn't you put cocoa pebble you didn't put cocoa, you put cocoa puffs i don't like S-tier. cocoa pebbles really, really? at all I, oh, like, I love cocoa pebbles i don't like any i don't like any of those pebbles or like the cereals with like the really really small pieces i don't really like very much oh that's weird cocoa pebbles are nice no um, i mean you can put them in a tier if you want i would put them in like c tier frosted flakes also does damage but they're good but b tier at best Frosted Flakes is in the right spot. You swallow shards of glass when you're eating them. Yeah, basically. Freaking Honey Munches of Oats, solid A tier. Solid. I don't actually like those that much. Oh, Honey Munches of Oats is so I think, good. I think we're going to disagree on these other tiers, but I think we can agree on the S tier. Yeah. Being uh, honeycomb is way too low, I think, at C tier. I don't like Honeycomb. I, I, oh, gosh. I think Honeycomb is like, really good. I, like, it's not like a regular. I wouldn't like have it on my shelf all the time, but like it's a definitely good like mix-up cereal. Are you okay with Honey Nut Cheerios in A tier? Uh, no. I think those are really good, too. Honey Nut Cheerios are good, but th- that's like a B tier. Um, also, regular Cheerios in this are in B tier. They should be in D tier. 
regular Cheerios are not tasty. Mm, yeah, they're You're literally I mean, you literally it's like going to a farm and just eating the grass. The grains. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what it is. Uh, like I like Cheerios, but like then every time I get them, I have my first bowl and I like it, and then like I don't want to have another bowl of Cheerios for a long time because it it is like pretty, pretty bland. Yeah, like C tier best. Like I could survive with it a D tier, but like that would be in a D tier that I like, not a. D-tier I just don't get garbage. how regular Cheerios are above freaking crunch with berries. No, that's this how person. Are is above, how are they above mini wheats? I mean, this person is stupid. Uh, what else is a problem on here? Uh, kicks. Do you like kicks? I don't think I've ever had kicks. To be honest, oh, like they're. I mean, they're basically just air balls, but like, <laughs> but they're like they're sugary and like it's they're pretty good. Like, it's a solid B tier. Yeah. What are those Gerber's puffs or what are those Gerber's Gerber's puffs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, spe- checks. I think checks are good. Checks are okay. Special K is not bad. Not D tier. Uh, special K. I don't like special. I don't love it, but I don't think it belongs in D tier. Tricks, good placement. Trick sucks. Trick should be D tier. Yeah. Yeah. Tricks is garbage. Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. Some of these cereals though, it's like like maybe because like we were a Costco household and so like most of our cereals were like what was available at Costco. Yeah. But like there's there's some cereals that like other people talk about all the time, like, oh, it's real so good. I'm like, I literally have never tasted that in my life. Or like I've had it at a friend's house and like it was never on our shelf. Cookie Crisp, Honey Smacks, Count Chocula, or whatever that is. Yep. Like, I've never seen these cereals. Like, to me, they always seemed like weird cereals. That, like, yeah, I agree. Even has those. Agreed. Whereas, like, Lucky Charms is like a standard cereal. So, that's enough on cereals. Golden Crisp, terrible. Um, I was about to say something completely random. And I yeah, freaking totally corn pops. Forgot. Corn pops are the worst. Corn pops should like they you should just throw them in the trash can. Like this, it's just why did they put them at C tier? Those are not good. No B tier, B tier. Corn pops are terrible. All right, that's you got me going on cereal. Congratulations. It was a good is there one. anything? Is there anything missing from this this chart that should be on there? Like oops, all berries we talked about. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, ooh, Crispix. Crispix is like checks, but better. No. Oh. That's the that Sunbelt Bakery, the granola cereal. No, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. What is that called? It's like only oats or something. It's basically just granola. Yeah, and it's good. It's really good. It's really, really good. But it only comes in very small like containers, and it's very expensive. Yeah. Okay, good job, Lion. And also, thank you to... Sorry, who was it? They asked the other question. I can't find it. Jay Mortar? Jay Mortar, thank you for the other question. Um, yeah, if you want to ask questions, join the Discord. You can do it there. Also, don't forget to support us by going to mambaenergy.com slash r6pod and get your free sample of Mamba Energy. 60 servings for free. Go get it. Um, yeah. Chris, let's play some more Siege this week. Shall we do that? Well, I'm going to play on Sunday for sure. Sunday Siege. Come watch a stream. Yeah. If Sun- you want to if you want to hang out with us while we play Siege... I am Ryguy, W-R-Y-G-U-Y, on Twitch, YouTube, and Mixer. And I am just hello with three O's on those yeah. same platforms. And we play Siege, and we play Siege and Siege. This Did you play Satisfactory at all this week? No, I'm so sad about Ryan it. Ryan was a bachelor this week, and he didn't. Yeah, my wife took my kids out of town for the whole week. And and there I am all week long trying to get him to play games with me. Not true. <laughs> if that would have been true, so here was the problem. I tried to get like everybody to come play games, and everybody's kind of like, eh. And I was like, Really? <laughs> This is like the week that I'm free to like play some games and everybody's just like, eh. including 
our buddy Taylor, who also also is a bachelor yes, this week. His wife and children also went out of town, and he just like didn't want to play games. I was like, you are such a dork. <laughs> but anyway, I got work done, so I guess that's good. That's oh. good. But you didn't play Satisfactory, though. I'm surprised. No, you I didn't, didn't play even... any Satisfactory, and I was so sad because I wanted to start a new game because they have all these new updates, and yeah. I wanted to like build a big factory. Nope. I did play some Red Dead Redemption, though. I'm getting through the first game again, and then I want to go play Red Dead 2 on PC. I wanted to, um, but that game's fun. I reinstalled Rocket League, by the way. Good. Chris uninstalled Rocket League in a rage quit. In November, I uninstalled Rocket League. November? Yep. It's been that long. It was December, December, December. It was December. There's no way it was November. But it was like December 12th or something like that. It had been, That's a long time. It had been over two months. I think I, I'm trying to remember if I played Rocket League since then without you. I'm pretty sure I've played at least a couple of times. It's part of my wake-up routine now. To play Rocket League? Play one game in Rocket League to get myself waking up. Okay. To get myself up out of bed. Because this is my problem. I wake up, then I just like keep going back to sleep. But I'm not actually back asleep. I'm just like... I don't get any extra sleep. Yeah. I'm just awake, but I'm not getting out of bed. And so now That's I like play motivation. Yeah. One game Rocket League like wakes me up enough to like get well, going Good for you. Thanks. Uh, yeah. I last played Rocket League January 24th. So it's been over a month, without which me. is crazy because it's a good game. Also, it's like riding a bike. You, I picked up the controller. I was just as good as yeah. I was before. Yeah. If Rocket not, League's I was better. <laughs> Some, actually, sometimes taking a break can make you better because you like you're out of your old habits that were bad. Yeah. Anyway, okay, that was fun, guys. We'll have another episode for you in two weeks on Monday. If this is your first time listening to uh, Unrenowned or your second time, because we got a lot of listeners on the last episode. Last People episode, were interested were... in yes. finding out about the, the reveal. So if this is your first or second time, subscribe to the podcast. You can do that on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you see podcasts, you can find Unrenowned. It's true. It's true. Go do it. Ryan, just goodbye.